everyone. Thank you for listening to Therapeutic Counseling. This is Carolyn Smith-Mormon. I'm a licensed professional counselor here in the Dallas, Texas area. Well, it's been a little while since I've made um, a podcast and um, thank you for waiting. I appreciate it. So today I want to continue with a subject that I started, I don't know, a month or so ago. And it's talking about destructive patterns of communication. So to remind you what they are, number one is escalation. Number two is emotional invalidation. Number three, absolutes, and that's today's subject. Number four, negative interpretations. And number five, withdrawal and avoidance. So today, as I said, we're going to speak about absolutes. And you know, these are negative patterns of communication, not just with your significant other, but with your children, your coworkers, your friends, people that you meet, (coughs) excuse me, um, you know, along the way. So listen to these phrases and see if you say anything that sounds familiar. You always interrupt me. You always put XYZ before me. You always forget to fill in the blank. You never, ever remember to fill in the blank. Well, these are called absolutes and they are definitely a part of destructive patterns of communication. I have uh, previously done podcasts over escalation and invalidation. So I want to convince you today to strike absolutes from your vocabulary with your significant other and all the other people you come across in your life. First of all, I want to convince you that absolutes do not reflect the truth. I mean, seriously, is it really true that your beloved never picks up their shoes? You mean not once have they put their dishes in dirty clothes where they belong? Okay, okay, maybe that is true. But it's still not the truth that they never or always will do something. If you can keep a growth mindset, then you can help them change this behavior little by little. But I can promise you that the use of absolutes is not going to get you what you want. And if it does, you're going to find somebody doesn't feel really good about you. Secondly, absolutes communicate entitlement. Yeah, that means you think you deserve something. Whenever I hear people say, I deserve such and such, I always think, where did we get this idea (laughs) that any of us deserve fill in the blank? So let's go back to why absolutes communicate entitlement. When you say things like, you never help, you always think about yourself, you never consider my feelings, we always have to do what you want to do. This is a form of manipulation. You're trying to control the outcomes 
by using this toxic language with the person that you're trying to communicate with. And it may feel very satisfying to throw around these absolutes. But will it be satisfying when that relationship ultimately falls apart? I want you to start checking your own attitude and your own reaction to your significant other. And, and, and ask yourself, do I have a bit of an entitled attitude? Am I setting up unrealistic expectations of my beloved? What adjustments could I possibly make? Could I possibly let go of these unrealistic ex expectations? And um, the other thing that I want to point out to you is that absolutes, when you use them, they point to a deeper insecurity. I always want to ask, what's the subtext here when you say you never do the dishes? You never pick up your shoes. You never think about me first. What's the subtext? Are you really trying to say, I feel unloved? I feel unseen? Because if that's really the subtext, and often I think it is, then try having a deeper, calmer, more loving conversation with your partner to see if they can hear you better. You see, when you use absolutes, you are demeaning the person that you're arguing with. You're putting them down. You also are implying that your way is the better way. See, we go back to that entitlement. And you put your beloved on the defensive. They feel like they have to uh, protect themselves from such language. So a better way to communicate is please, please drop the always and never and just speak your desires. You may say to me, Carolyn, please, I have. Okay, that may be true. Most of us have to repeat ourselves several times and most of us have to take five, six times before we do something well. I don't know about you. Sometimes I'm not the fastest learner on the block. And so I have to be taught many times. I mean, I know as a therapist not to use absolutes, but do I absolutely never use an absolute? Absolutely not. So have you ever considered that just because this is the way you want the household to run, that it's the only correct way? Think about that. Your home belongs to the other people in it. And I don't think one person gets to dominate the castle. So I wanted to give you a quick little example of something. My husband, <laughs> when I first met him, had a strange way of keeping his car keys in a place that was not safe. I'm not going to tell you where, just in case you know, <laughs> my husband but he would keep his car keys in a place that just was not safe. And I, you know, probably practiced a few absolutes on him and found it did no good. And then one time, um, leaving his keys in this place, he couldn't find them when he returned to his car. So he called me and I knew he wanted me to come and rescue him. And I said, I'm sorry, babe. I really wish you wouldn't keep your keys there in the future. Good luck. 
I know you're going to figure this out. And he did. And he mostly stopped putting his keys there. And I gave up worrying about it because I realized I don't have to go rescue him. And you see, that's tough on a helper. I'm a helper. I want to rescue everything and everybody. But I didn't go rescue him. But I was loving to him about it. I wanted him to learn why I absolutely thought keeping his keys there wasn't the greatest idea. But you know, they were his keys, and it was his car, and it was his choice. So I absolutely tried to shut my mouth and stay out of it. Well, I'm glad to be back podcasting with you again. And I want to tell you all, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you'll share my podcast. Um, Please follow me on Instagram. I am at CMSM0040. I'm also on Facebook at Therapeutic Counseling for Couples. I think that's what I call it. (laughs) I'm not as good about keeping up my Facebook page, I must admit, but I'm fairly good at keeping up my Instagram page. You know, we are continuing in the time of COVID. It's still a really great time to reach out and start seeing a therapist. Most of them, some of them, are still doing it virtually using telehealth through Zoom or FaceTime but some of them are slowly coming back into the office. Whichever way you decide to do it, it's a, it, it might be a great idea for you to consider seeking out somebody with an unbiased opinion. I'm wishing you the best mental health, and I hope that you will strike absolutes from your vocabulary. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.